Hey, it's Barbara Phillips with NPBO, and I wanted to give you a heads up on a webinar that we have coming up Thursday, May 16th, and it will be with a certified healthcare privacy person who has been in charge of a very large healthcare organization and their privacy compliance, HIPAA, and all of that sort of thing. And I think it's very important that all clinicians attend this one because HIPAA affects all of us. And so you can get more information about that at npbusiness.org forward slash privacy matters. And just another quick heads up after that, in June, we'll be talking with someone who has been in charge of the IT compliance to protect the organization. And so this one will be geared toward how do you protect yourself as well as your practice. And I'll be sharing more information about that later. So let's move on with the podcast. This is the NP Business Matters podcast, episode number 20, short takes on Medicare. Are you in or out? Hi, and welcome to the NP Business Matters podcast. I'm your host, Barbara C. Phillips founder of Nurse Practitioner Business Owner and the Clinician Business Institute, where since 2007, we've been providing education, resources, and support about the business of being a nurse practitioner. To learn more, please visit us at npbusiness.com and the cliniciansbusinessinstitute.com. Now, before I get into today's episode, I want to invite you to do a few things. First, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure that you're subscribed. While you're there, go ahead and leave us some feedback. It really helps other nurse practitioners find us. You may also want to head over to npbusiness.com forward slash podcast for the show notes, not only for this episode, but for all of our episodes. And in those show notes, you'll find resources, links, contact information. Today in this episode of the NP Business Matters podcast, I decided to what I'm going to call a series of short takes or short episodes that really gets to the crux of some of the questions that I see over and over again. And today I'm talking about Medicare. Are you in or are you out? There is a lot of confusion among advanced practice nurses about this particular topic. I did a YouTube video a while back, but I'm still getting the same questions and they come up over and over again in our business group. So let's go ahead and start at the beginning. There is a law called the Social Security Act. And within the Social Security Act, there is something called the Mandatory Claim Submission Law. And that requires a provider, a practitioner, to apply for a provider identification number with Medicare and to file claims on behalf of the Medicare patients. If you have provided services that are eligible for Medicare reimbursement, and you've provided these services to a Medicare beneficiary. If the provider doesn't perform those kinds of services for a Medicare patient, then enrollment in Medicare is not required. Now, compliance with this mandatory claim filing requirement is monitored quite aggressively, and violation of the requirement may be subject to civil monetary penalties. 
And right now it's at $2,000 per violation. There's also a 10% reduction in your payment, the allowable amounts, and there may even be Medicare program exclusion. Now you cannot charge a Medicare beneficiary for preparing or filing that Medicare claim, but as providers, we have to do this. Now I'm going to link to the requirements in the show notes over at npbusiness.com forward slash podcast so that you can look this up yourself. Now, like everything else, there are some exceptions to that rule, such as if the services are non-covered, or there's another part that if Medicare is actually the secondary payer, you may not have to file that claim. However, you need to keep in mind that most Medicare beneficiaries have some sort of a, uh, a secondary payer, and that secondary payer may need to see that Medicare denial before they can process their part of the claim. And keep in mind, this also includes Medicare Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage plans. So a lot of providers decide that they do not want to be required to bill Medicare or accept the payment that Medicare wants to give them, and they choose to opt out. So what does that mean when you opt out? Well, when you opt out of Medicare, it is saying that you are not going to bill Medicare at all then you can then accept cash from that patient. Now, when you have elected to opt out, you need to enter into a private contract with your patient. And in that private contract, it lays out very, very clearly that you will not bill Medicare, that your patient cannot bill Medicare, that nobody can bill Medicare. And keep in mind, if you're opting out, this does include not only Part B, but Part C, which are the Advantage plans. Now, here's the thing that gets really confusing for a lot of people. Once a provider has opted out of Medicare, you're opted out everywhere. It's across the entire United States, all of its territories. It doesn't matter if you're working from some for somebody else and then you also have perhaps your own private practice that maybe is cash-based. You cannot accept Medicare anywhere. And oftentimes when you're seeing a patient in an employed situation, that employer may be taking Medicare and will require you to be able to or to be able to bill on your behalf for Medicare. And if you've opted out, you've just taken that off the table. It doesn't matter if you go from one state to another. It is global. So the next question is, if you're interested in opting out, how do you go ahead and do that? Well, the first thing that you need to do is you can go to the website for your local Medicare area contractor or Medicare Administrative Contractor. You'll often see that abbreviated as MAC. So that is whoever is in your region. Each of them have a slightly different way of doing it, so you need to go to the one that is in your jurisdiction. They will have directions on their website that talks about how you submit an affidavit to them that you are intending to opt out. 
Also on the website, you will see directions on how you need to enter into a private contract with each and every one of your Medicare patients. And they will also give you wording that is suggested, or sometimes they'll even give you the document. But it's really important that you do this with each and every one of your patients. The contract itself will reflect an agreement between you and your patients that your patients will pay you out of pocket for services and that nobody, not you, not them, can submit the bill to Medicare for reimbursement. So let's assume that you've gone ahead and you've opted out of Medicare and it's the first time that you're doing so. And you decide, oops, I didn't really want to do that. You do have, within your first 90 days of opting out, you can terminate that opt-out status. But take note, that is only that initial opt-out period that you can do this. Otherwise, opting out is good for a two-year period and it automatically renews. If you wish to cancel it, toward the end of a two-year period, you can do so in writing within 30 days of that uh, renewal period. And you'll just go back to your MAC and go ahead and submit the paperwork for that. So I hope this has been helpful. One of the things that I really want to get across to people is that when you opt out, It is global. It doesn't matter who you're working for, where you're working, how you're working. doesn't matter if you move to a different employer, a different state. You are opted out. It is truly all or nothing. So I encourage you to think very carefully before you do this. And I'll just back up a little bit and I'll say a lot of times... I hear from NPs that want to start practices that are going to do cash only. And so they're looking at opting out. One of the things that I would say about that, well, for any time that you're starting a practice, you really need to sit down and do your due diligence. You need to do your planning. You need to figure out the finances. Starting a practice with cash and not taking Medicare or any other insurance for that matter is a slower way to start a practice. So think very carefully before you go ahead and opt out. And again, I'll have the show notes for all of these uh, resources over at the blog at npbusiness.com forward slash podcast. So how was that? I'd love to get your feedback on what you think about these shorter episodes. And we just deal with a question that is out there. So if you go ahead and go on over to npbusiness.com forward slash podcast, um, and and you'll see the resources not for this um, particular episode, but for all of our episodes, but also leave your feedback below this post so that I know whether you're enjoying these particular shorter takes 
or if you would prefer just to have the longer information. We're always looking for your feedback in order to make this a more robust and helpful podcast. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the NP Business Matters podcast. Bye-bye now.